Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The U.S. Justice Department has been urged to investigate gunshot detector purchases. A civil liberties group has asked the DOJ to investigate deployment of the ShotSpotter gunfire detection system, which research shows is often installed in predominantly black neighborhoods. By Del Cameron and Dhruv Marotra. The United States Justice Department, or DOJ, is being asked to investigate whether a gunshot detection system widely in use across the U.S. is being selectively deployed to justify the over-policing of mainly black neighborhoods as critics of the technology claim. Attorneys for the nonprofit Electronic Privacy Information Center, or EPIC, a leading U.S.-based civil liberties group, argue that substantial evidence suggests American cities are disproportionately deploying an acoustic tool known as ShotSpotter in majority-minority neighborhoods. Citing past studies, EPIC alleges that data derived from its sensors have encouraged some police departments to spend more and more time patrolling areas where the fewest number of white residents live, an allegation disputed by SoundThinking, the system's manufacturer. In a letter today to Merrick Garland, the U.S. Attorney General, attorneys for EPIC call for an investigation into whether cities using ShotSpotter are running afoul of the Civil Rights Act, namely Article 6, which forbids racial discrimination by anyone who receives federal funds. State and local police departments around the country have used federal financial assistance to facilitate the purchase of a slew of surveillance and automated decision-making technologies, including ShotSpotter, EPIC says. Despite mounting evidence of ShotSpotter's discriminatory impact, there is no indication that its Title VI compliance has ever been seriously assessed. A spokesperson for SoundThinking says that a statement by the company is forthcoming. ShotSpotter has been deployed in more than 150 cities in the U.S., according to the company. It relies on internet-connected acoustic sensors often attached to utility poles and detects gunfire using machine algorithms. SoundThinking says acoustic experts are on staff around the clock to review alerts and ensure and confirm that the events are indeed gunfire. The company claims its sensors have a 97% accuracy rate, disputing reports that alerts triggered by fireworks and other high-impact sounds affect the system's accuracy. Epic is urging the DOJ to consider research that suggests ShotSpotter has produced tens of thousands of false alerts while simultaneously being deployed in predominantly black neighborhoods. One such study, launched by the City of Chicago's Inspector General in 2021, 
noted that the frequency of ShotSpotter alerts in a given area may be substantively changing policing behavior. The agency concluded that despite the city's investment of between $23 and $33 million, ShotSpotter alerts rarely produce evidence of gun-related crime, rarely give rise to investigatory stops, and, even less frequently, lead to the recovery of gun-crime-related evidence during an investigatory stop. News investigations in Ohio and Texas have similarly raised doubts about the system's effectiveness, revealing that in some cases its alerts have delayed responses to 911 calls. Working to expand the use of ShotSpotter in Houston in late 2020, the city also greenlit a pilot program that saw sensors deployed across two areas where communities are between 80 and 95 percent people of color. Epic is pressing Garland to investigate whether local law enforcement agencies have used federal grant money to buy ShotSpotter, and if so, ascertain whether those grants conformed with Title VI. Moreover, Epic is seeking new guidelines for funding systems designed to automate police work, rules to ensure such arrangements are transparent, accountable, and non-discriminatory. The Attorney General should take additional steps, Epic says, to ensure agencies dispersing federal funds are careful to assess whether tech companies meet minimum standards of non-discrimination, and that new police technologies are not only justified but necessary to achieve a defined goal. The Attorney General's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Ron Wyden, a leading privacy hawk in the U.S. Senate, tells Wired that he planned to urge Garland to adopt Epic's recommendations. There is more than enough evidence at this point to conclude that technologies like ShotSpotter do essentially nothing to stop crime, Wyden says, but instead have a well-documented discriminatory impact on marginalized and vulnerable communities. A spokesperson for Sound Thinking told Wired on Tuesday that ShotSpotter has previously implemented safeguards meant to improve impartiality with regard to patrols, as well as other features designed to curb over-policing. The algorithms that drive patrol recommendations use objective non-crime data that mitigates potential bias, the company said, adding that no personally identifiable information is used to determine where patrols are sent. Wired reported yesterday that Sound Thinking has been quietly acquiring parts of Geolitica, formerly known as Predpol, the maker of an eponymous predictive policing tool. Researchers and critics have accused Predpol of perpetrating racial biases in policing by recycling historic crime data that was built on discriminatory police practices. The danger, critics say, is that data and AI-driven policing may prove an effective tool for laundering racist police conduct, granting it a veneer of scientific authority. In 2021, Gizmodo and The Markup co-authored an investigation into Predpol, finding that in many cases, Predpol's predictions predominantly targeted Black and Latino residents. In a majority of the jurisdictions where the tool was being used, Predpol had urged police to mainly patrol neighborhoods in which the city's poorest people reside. The authors of this story were also members of the team that previously investigated Predpol, and Epic cites the investigation and another Gizmodo report by an author of this story in its letter. The possibility that ShotSpotter data would be an input for predictive policing tools raises yet another huge red flag, says Chris Baumol, an Epic Law Fellow. ShotSpotter has well-documented accuracy issues, and its sensors are placed based on historical crime data, baking in discriminatory policing patterns. Laundering this dirty data through predictive policing tools only compounds this discriminatory impact. Following the Gizmodo markup investigation into Predpol, the Justice Department conceded in 2022 
that it was unaware of how often the government was helping local police acquire predictive policing technology. For this purpose, it said the DOJ has no specific records of how federal funding is used. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.